Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Young Soliloquy, and with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Pedagogy of the Depressed Brooks Oglesby. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's a good one. I Thanks. like it. How's your, uh, how's your spring break been? Um, it's, it's been good. I had, pan- I had, I had pancakes this morning with chocolate, chalky chips in them. Oh, the big boy breakfast. Yeah, a breakfast for a boy. Uh, I had to work a whole week, so not oh, much cool. of a spring break. But uh, as as our uh, very astute viewers may know, I did take the Praxis, which is a test that teachers have to take, because that's a good name for it. Yeah. Uh, and I passed it, so... Nice. Was good. it... Was it was it was it even hard? Like, do you have fucking no problem? <laughs> You're kidding me. No, okay. it was it was like um, there's very little like because I'm doing it for English education. Yeah, and there's very little like w- analyze this text. It was like if you have a class of kids, is it good to use a PowerPoint? No, like no, I hate it. <laughs> cool. But, um, was there like math? No, it's all shit like that. So. Oh, cool. It says you need, in New Jersey, like, this is fucking, it's like, you need a 167 score to pass in New Jersey. And I'm like, okay, that's really good, but I have no idea what that means. Sure. Like, does that mean I can get 10 questions wrong? I don't know, but I got 189, so I passed it. Nice, the highest number. The highest number you can get. Um, it would be good if I got 169. But That would have been pretty good. Yeah. Just, I mean, I mean a, a much more close score to failing, but a very much more funnier yeah. score. I guess the highest number would probably be 420. 420, yeah. Probably yeah, the probably. funniest and highest. Yeah. Also, WrestleMania, New Jersey, next year. Are you so excited or what? <sighs> yeah. So excited. <laughs> the only way I'm going to that WrestleMania is if you go to that WrestleMania. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> I, I mean, same. I think, like... <laughs> I fucking... I've I've had it in my head that like, so the worst part of WrestleMania re- weekend is pretty much WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So like I've had this plan that I'm gonna start going to WrestleManias and then just going to like the Raw after and the NXT show and like whatever bullshit Ring of Honor's doing, but then just like watching the actual show at home and saving three hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. So come watch it at my house. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe that's on the table. And then we'll go to Ring of Honor in like Sayerville or something. Yeah. But we don't want to miss fucking like Toru Yano winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle <laughs> Royal or whatever the fuck will be happening by next year. I'm just imagining like it's the day after WrestleMania and who debuts Toru Yano. <laughs> um. I also, yeah, so also, for my spring break, I saw The Tempest yesterday uh-huh. in Phil- in Philadelphia. Long-term, in old, long-time friends of the show will know our, our feelings on The Tempest. Uh, so I fucked up buying the tickets. Uh-huh. So me and Kim were seated, like, behind each other instead of next to each other. <laughs> cool. Which was good. We, we, like, no one had one seat, so we switched after intermission. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, long-time viewers will know uh, the, the main character of The Tempest, Prospero, don't like him. Yeah, uh, folks. Has, a bit problematic. But the guy who was playing Prospero in this was so fucking good. Yeah? That, like, I kind of like him now. Okay. He looked kind of like... He was an old man, and he had long white hair. He looked kind of like hip Gandalf. That does sound pretty good. And there were, there were parts when it was going on, and he would just get in the audience and watch and, like, smile and point. Cool. It was good. And fucking Caliban was just a guy with, like, reeds around his legs, so. Not, like, a scary sort of... Not a scary monster. It was just a bald man with leaves on him. How was Stefano? Eh. Like All a, right. Like a funny drunk? A funny drunk. S- Stefano also played Rodrigo. Okay. They they did double duty. Um, nice. So he, he was okay. It was good. I liked it. And now I get to write a fucking paper about it the day before it's due. So Oh, cool. That's today? No, that's uh, Tuesday. So oh, okay, I still have, cool. I have time to record my good podcast about... It's about anime, remember? Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, we, haven't done, we haven't done pre-show shit in a while. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of these two episodes? They made me kind of sad. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's not that I didn't like them, but I do have several points in my notes where I, all caps, I don't like this. The Just second it makes episode, me sad to see. the second episode took me a fucking hour and a half to watch because it's just anxiety for twenty three minutes. 
like I hate I hate that episode so it's good what happens in it but the things that the events of it oh if that's the see I just my I I pour all the anime out of my brain as soon as I, as soon as I finish watching so I didn't even remember anything after like the fucking boogeyman episode but yeah it's the one where fucking Koichi does everything it's good it's the good, Koichi. good. yeah these episodes are good I remember now <laughs> okay so the first episode we're talking about is episode five the Nijimura Brothers Part Three uh. And this one starts with a recap of the ending of uh, Josuke sitting, like, cross-legged and deflecting missiles. Yeah. But we also get a reaction of Okuyasu watching his house explode from the outside. <laughs> he loves to be neutral. Yeah, that's his favorite thing to do. Um, I'm, so, gonna, yeah, I'm, the- gonna, I'm, I'm ready to actually, this episode um, crystallized it for me. Okuyasu's good. He is! Every, everyone's been saying it. It is with a light heart that I announce that he's good. <laughs> um, so yeah, this... Uh, you think the big brother's dead. Spoilers, he's not dead. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the next line I have is... He's a lot braver than he looks. And yeah. And there's Josuke talking about Koichi. Yeah, and this is... Um, I'm gonna put this down. Um, Koichi. Good. It's weird how all of the main characters in this part are very good. And it's you like we- to see them. Yeah, I can't wait for fucking, like, Richard Spencer to show up and Josuke be like, ah, yes, my good friend, Richard Spencer, whose views I agree with. In, uh, JoJo Spoilers chat earlier, we were talking about how Koichi has already gotten more character development in three episodes than, like, any character in Stardust Crusaders. God, especially fucking Jotaro. (laughs) (laughs) He's still the same person, he just wears white now. (laughs) And it's been ten years! He went to JCPenney and that's it. (laughs) Ten years. Uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, so Josuke, like, they they want to go look for the bow and arrow um, that turn, give people stand powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but Koichi's like, um, no, uh, we should go get, we should go get the bow and arrow uh, because uh, somebody could fucking die. <laughs> I mean, I was on Josuke's side a little bit because he's like, I am very injured right now. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> almost exploded with a bomb and like, worst company shot my legs off and stuff. Uh, but Koichi's like, no, we have to do it now. And Josuke's like, okay, I'll go with you. Yeah. And then Josuke's like, remember the dad that the Nijimura brothers mentioned earlier? And I lied to Josuke and said, yes, I do remember that. I, I did not. I, I put a note down. I do not remember them mentioning a dad. Nope. I don't think they, <laughs> they it, probably it could, said dad and the like Crunchyroll people thought they were saying bad for bad company and they had to censor. Yeah, it, it could just be us. Maybe we just both missed it watching the same exact episode. Yeah. Maybe we're I guess just fucking possible. stupid. Always keep in mind the fact that we're both very dumb. Yeah. Despite our very high Praxis scores. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they go upstairs to the attic, and there's, like, a chain rattling and a monster groaning, which is good. Mm-hmm. And Koichi's like, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Josuke's like, you're the one who said we have to do it, so let's go yeah. do it. Um, so then they come up with a fucking, like, SEAL Team 6, like, breach the door situation. It's exactly what is, happened with SEAL which Team is, 6. Which is Koichi kicking the door in. Yeah, and then it and scares it. the animal, and then Josuke will run across the room and snap the bow and arrow on the wall. So he does. So Koichi does that, and then immediately a fucking monster grabs his leg and tries to drag him to hell. Now this uh, fucking dude is what Caliban should look like. It it it's a this would be a good Caliban. I mean, I don't know the budget of the fucking hundred fifty person theater we were in last sure. night, but they should have made Caliban into a realistic anime booger monster. Yeah, he's like a big inflated like Kermit the Frog wearing a Steven Universe shirt. <laughs> yes. It's really good. That's For exactly ten years he's is. been locked in this room only able to watch Steven Universe. <laughs> Steven's Universe, and he's seen three whole episodes since then. All I know, okay, so here's what yeah, I know. Keicho's about... like, I've got a Steven bomb for you, and then he shoots it... him with a missile. So here's what I know about Steven's universe. Mm-hmm. Um He it was a show that everyone talked about and there was a character that was problematic, and then they never talked about it again. From what I understand from the outside, that is what happened. Okay, cool. So I'm glad there were I'm like up to... a bunch of char- there were like four characters, and then like mitosis, they just started to sort of split into smaller, angrier characters. But they could also become into one character. Yeah, and also Steven um, had a big pink mom. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, time to watch Steven's universe. <laughs> Millennials be watching Steven Universe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the booger monster grabs uh, 
Koichi's leg, and Josuke immediately punches its fucking hand off. <laughs> like, clean off of its body. Yeah. Uh, then what happens? The monster, like, runs away and immediately grows another arm like Piccolo. Yeah, and the downvote man, Keicho, comes up. He's back and he's alive, and he says, oh, so you saw my bad gator father, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He looks pretty bad, huh? So, sorry about that. So, and I think he has the bow and arrow. Yeah, I think so. Like, it was hanging across the room on the wall, I think. Yeah, and Okuyasu wasn't there to scrape away the space, unfortunately. Yeah. So, the dad is like a fucking gremlin booger monster, and uh, Keicho's like, oh, now you see, like, my secret. I've been looking for a stand for him. And Josuke's like, oh, you want to find someone who has the power of a stand to fix him? And he's like, no, I actually want to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is my first, um, all caps, this is sad, I don't like it. Yeah. Because um, he's also, he's, like, crying. It's it's not like a, I'm evil. It's like, I'm kind of evil, but also, like, this sucks to see my dad like this. Yeah. So, the dad is a weird gremlin monster, and he's, like, constantly digging in this chest. And oh, he can, like, never die. Like, anytime he gets hurt, it just, like, repairs itself and fixes itself. So, he, so Keicho wants a stand to kill his dad like a normal human so he can, like, continue with his life. Because Keicho explains that his dad has the man called Dio's cells implanted in his head. Yep. There he is again. He's back. So oh, we so, get- yeah, so this is you see Dio because you see the cells. Yeah. You want to you want to you want to take the uh the backstory on this one? Sure. So it happened 11 years ago in 1988. Um and we see Lil Okuyasu wearing a flat bill with fucking billion written on the bottom of it. Yeah, this gimmick. It's so sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and um so their dad wasn't doing well in his real estate business, so he started like being abusive and beating them and shit. But then randomly money started rolling in from Dio because we learned that um, this gremlin dad sold his soul to Dio, and then ten years ago, um, they, the kids, uh, came home and they found, um, Okuyasu crying and his dad writhing on the floor and screaming about Dio being dead. Yeah. And because the flesh bud was, like, activated, um, because Jotaro, <laughs> by killing Dio, ruined everybody's life. Yeah, so, he still had Dio's flesh bud in him, but Dio died. So, th- there has to be at least mm-hmm. a couple other people who this happened to. Yeah, Kono Dio died. Kono Dio died. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Dio's flesh bud, like, mutated in him, and since he has Dio cells in him, he can heal himself like Dio, but he's not a vampire. He's just... We don't know why he took this form. <laughs> right. But this is what happened. Maybe it's oh. like a Melisandre thing, where he's actually old. He's actually very old. I do want to mention, uh, you don't like Jotaro's outfit because he has three belts. Uh, two belts, right? It might as well be three, honestly. Uh, Keicho wears three belts. I, I mean, that's rule of threes, though. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, okay, that, in that case, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, we don't know what uh, the dad did for Dio. It's just that he was Dio's minion, and then he started getting money. He so. probably found his house in Cairo. Yeah, he probably... One yeah, of the three did. million houses. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, all yeah, day, this all day, the gremlin dad just sort of like uselessly scratches around this box of junk. And mm. at this point, I thought what was happening was Dio's cells were just trying to go back home to his coffin. Yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> like the, the place of safety. Uh, so then, uh, Keicho says, watching him makes me hate the idea of living. Which is good. Yeah, it's good, but also I hate the next part because he starts just beating the shit out of his, like, gremlin dad. So, some lighthearted stuff to, to begin this episode. Yeah. Um, but don't then- worry, <laughs> Koichi does get owned for the next 22 minutes in the next episode. <laughs> so yeah, then he, like, gets pissed off about his dad and, like, kicks his face in and shit and then, like, destroys the... It's it's a, It looks pretty much like a treasure chest, like, yeah. whatever he's digging around in. And then the dad, like, heals and starts digging in again. And he's, like, and, he's like moaning and weeping, basically, the entire... just. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he gets, like, talk. He just makes noises. Yeah, because, like, he does... He... Yeah, he... He doesn't recognize Keicho as his son anymore and some other shit. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Uh, so Josuke notices that he ha- the dad has, like, a little scrap of paper in his hand that he found from the box. Right. So he runs forward and, like, repairs the paper. He and shouts, it, the, that box has my attention because it has written pieces <laughs> of paper on it. <laughs> and then he repairs the paper and it turns out the dad was trying to put together, like, they were, like, old faded pieces of paper, but, uh, Josuke repairs it and it's, like, an old family photo of them when they were all human and happy and everything. Mm-hmm. And then and he then starts the dad Enyaba just, crying. He just becomes Enyaba and just starts leaking yeah. from every orifice. Uh, yeah. We also see Okuyasu right outside the room crying at this point. 
Mm-hmm. And it's very sad, and I hate, I hate to see it. So then what happens? They start, like, negotiating. Like, Okuyasu wants to help the dad, like, get him human again. Yeah. I think Josuke says something. He's like, okay, if you don't use the bow and arrow, yeah, we'll, he's like, like... Listen, I'll help you out if uh, you try to cure your dad rather than fucking killing him. And also hand over that bow. I'm going to break it. And also stop killing everyone who lives in this town. Yeah, and then Okuyasu comes in and he's like, hey, uh, Keicho, stop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've already actually killed many people in this town. I'll kill you too. Um, and then somebody's watching through the sunroof. Yeah, just a human man. Just a human man through is sort of up there in the sunroof, just kind of watching. The sunroof, like most addicts have. Yeah, it's just it's just a single glass pane in this like standard like triangle shaped attic. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think this is when Keicho gets mad at Okoyasu, and he's like, "You're not my brother anymore," or some shit like that. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, um, but also, uh, the electricity in the room starts going crazy. Yeah, there's sort of a big yellow electric bird. And a terrible-looking stand pops out of the electrical socket. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, hey, he's like, hey, you <laughs> gave me this stand, red hot chili pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, um, because Keicho, uh, he got the bow and arrow, and then he, he found out that he could give people stands, so he was just like... Give it away, give it away, give it away now. He just kept giving go. away stands. And I didn't write that joke beforehand. I just came up with it. And now you finally understand our intro music for once. And if you, I do final for the fucking first time. <laughs> I still like, I'll go back and listen to like a Phantom Blood episode. And I'm like, what the fuck is Eddie putting on our fucking show? <laughs> it's, it's called Yes, Brooks. They're a seminal progressive rock band. Yeah, well. The only Seminoles that I acknowledge uh-huh. are the Florida State Seminoles. Okay, thank you. I thought you were going somewhere else with that one, and I'm glad you didn't. Oh, like Seaman? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, so anyways, this... anyways, uh, uh, I, I thought of another one while I was I was being uh, harassed for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Koi- the, the Nijimura brothers first notice uh, Koichi when he's walking under the bridge. Oh. Did you notice that? Under the bridge downtown, you know? Yeah. Is where I drew. That's how Anthony Kiedis sounds. <laughs> this is how I stop my song. I sing them all this way. Anyway, uh, so there's a big yellow electric bird, and its name is Red Hot Chili Pepper. <laughs> so, yeah, the bird, uh, it looks bad. It looks so fucking bad, I dude. I don't like to see it at all. Which is weird, because the Red Hot Chili Peppers are good. When... Uh, <laughs> It would be sick if it was just Anthony Kiedis with his shirt off. It would be really good. <laughs> uh, but instead of the stand, he's like, oh, well, now I'm taking this bow and arrow because I can use it better than you. And it's about to, like, hit... He uh, Keicho basically does what Avdol did. And, yeah. Like, pu- he gets mad at uh, Okuyasu and, like, punches him away. And then the stand grabs him and takes him instead and, like, pulls him away through the power socket. Yeah, they, like, turn into electricity and they get the suck and then... Um, as Keicho's, like, being, like, his fucking last words before he goes into the socket are, is that Okuyasu was always holding him back. Yeah, and he gets dragged to hell through the socket. Yeah. Uh, so then fucking Josuke does some sick parkour and, like, ends up jumping through the roof. It's pretty good. Through the the glass window, and and they all follow him up and look out, and Keicho is, like, all dead and roasted. extra crispy. Extra crispy style on the power lines. Uh... And then Okuyasu's like, he probably deserved that, huh? Yeah. Which is sad. And then he's like, oh, my brother actually did that to save me. That's why he punched me away. Isn't that right, Josuke? And they're just like, ooh, yeah. He's like, I I just met you 20 minutes ago, dude. Like, (laughs) at least I've known Koichi for three days. Yeah. But I know he's like, uh, yeah, he he really defended you. He super defended you. He loved you very much. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, regular day, huh? Yeah, and then we see the sad Hulk looking at the picture again, and it's still very bad to see. And he's mm. just like, <sighs> he's just like fucking like weeping. And also, now, like fuck Keicho huh? for not figuring that out for eleven years. Yeah, that yeah. It's an empty chest with like eight pieces of a single picture, and he's just frantically trying to put it together. And it probably was a picture at some point in the chest, right? Like I don't know. Uh, and hey, you know, in the in the intro. 
I'm I'm gonna explain this every time like a new thing pops up. Thank God. In the intro, when it's like showing the main characters, and there's like a shadow behind uh, Okuyasu, like two shadows. Is that is that Keicho? It's Keicho and the dad, and then he kicks the can away. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Also, watch uh, next week's uh, intro. I know you will because it's the best song. It's a really good song. But it it has the first change in it. Nice. So keep an eye out for that. Um. Then we just go back to Jotaro, who's, like, drinking tea in the Grand Mario Hotel. Yeah. And fucking Red Hot Chili Pepper calls him on the phone. He's like, hey, get out of here. It's fucking Anthony Kiedis is on the line. He's like, you gotta leave this town. <laughs> Skip it and bop. Uh, anyways, he's got the bow and arrow, and he's gonna he's warning him before he kills him. Um, and he won't kill Josuke as long as he doesn't try anything. Yeah. And the, the fucking, the stand user of Chili Pepper is just saying, like, I just want to have a little fun. I'm tired of entrance exams and getting a job. Like, he's still a fucking high school student, and it's so, so Chili Pepper, I fucking love it. So Jatara's like, oh, so you must be a student then. And he's like, oh, no! <laughs> like, immediately dang dong bong. giving himself, giving himself away now. And, uh, uh <laughs> That's good. My favorite, like, I like when, uh... Like, Jotaro first picks up the phone and says, like, unknown caller or whatever. And he's like, Jotaro, leave this town. And Jotaro's like, if someone did, like, why would I do this? Mm-hmm. Like, some stranger calls me up and tells me to leave and you think I'm just going to do it? Yeah. I'm Jotaro. I'm the main character. Right? Fly uh, away, Jotaro, on your Zephyr. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is going to be the next ten episodes of I the show. I was so happy that he didn't die, so I get to do more actually um so then like he if you see me jotaro (laughs) knock me down (laughs) jotaro i should tell you a little bit about myself i was born in the state of mississippi (laughs) my papa was a copper and my mama was a hippie (laughs) Mm, so you're a student then (laughs) uh so yeah, the phone explodes, and then the guy is, like, still laughing through it. So mm-hmm. Jotaro says, yada yada does he, and he drinks tea. Yeah. Like, this is... He's just, like, he's a collective. little annoyed that his the life of him and his uncle, I guess, just got threatened, and also his phone is broken hot dog style in this room that he's renting. He's more... He's remembering about the time he said he wished nothing annoying happened, but then his phone just exploded. And he's so. like, oh, that's two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then that just kind of ends... Yeah. And I guess it's the next day and Josuke's getting ready for school. And Okuyasu shows up at his door. He's like, what's up? I'm going to be a good student now and go to school. <laughs> Fuck your mom. So Yeah. So uh, he, he shows up. He says, hey, Josuke, let's go to school. And he's doing like a weird waving thing. Uh-huh. And then the mom answers the door and she's like, oh, come in and have some coffee. Would well, you like a Josuke big cup gets of coffee, Fee? That's what she says. Well, Josuke gets ready. He's like, oh, yes. Thank you so much. And then he walks in and leans into Josuke and says, hey, Josuke, your mom is hot. And then the and then the episode ends. <laughs> he's good. He's good. I like that guy. Yeah, he's he's good. Uh, I like Josuke's hair now. I mean, I'm like I'm used to it. What you didn't like it before? I did not like it, but I was just, I couldn't get past just like how wet and smooth his entire thing was. Uh huh. You know, it, just, it took some getting used to, but yeah. I I like it. I like to see it now. I think it was because whoever wrote into the show and pointed out that, like, his silhouette is heart-shaped. Mm-hmm. Because that's so good. That was really good. It's it's really it's really nice after Jotaro to get, like, such a defined JoJo character, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like a person with a personality yeah, that like he's a, punches he's a, and hates women? Yeah, he's a friend and boy, you know? He, he's here yeah. to help. Yeah. Uh, An actually think, good role uh, model for the kid character for once. Yeah. Uh, let's check out the Speedwagon Foundation. Let's do it. Uh, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. Uh, $5 tier gets your shoutouts and episodes, or we'll read a message that's nice and doesn't say that Caesar is a fascist, even, like, there's just no, because it's true. There's no way to prove that's what that says. Just because it's true doesn't mean you should say it. <laughs> that's correct. And at $10, you get special user status in the Discord. And uh, I think, hopefully, this weekend, or a few days after the weekend, the first episode of new Patreon-only podcast, Carry Me Home, will be going up. Mm. So stay tuned for that. Uh, this week's special user is Crosspants. Thank you, Crosspants. Thank you, Crosspants. Um, 
what happens in the in the next one? I, oh yeah, um, the one I hated. Crass pants. Um, you're on your. I think that you're. I don't know what your Twitter avatar is, but every time I see it, I think it's Chris Jericho. Oh, the Alpha. Yeah, I think it's the Alpha Chris Jericho. The Alpha Chris Jericho. Fuck, we gotta go to WrestleMania and see the Alpha Chris Jericho do his funny list. <laughs> it, it's gonna be so good, dude. <laughs> He's not booked to WrestleMania, is he? No. Okay. He's off. He's like an indie guy now. He's like 92 years old, and he's like, I'm going to hang out with the Young Bucks now. Yeah, he's Terry Funk now. <laughs> he's like um, if Terry Funk was a Christian. <laughs> uh, Hey, the New, New Japan Cup's been good. Yeah, has it? Yeah, I like uh Zack Sabre, Zack Sabre Jr. In one of his, because you, you know Zack Sabre Jr.? Zack Labor Jr., baby. Zack Labor Jr. In one of his promos... He said that the only thing that, like, motivates him is his, like, immense hatred of the British uh, Conservative Party. That's pretty good. So, and he's um, doing good. He's in the semifinals, I think. I watched the Ric Flair 30 for 30 for the first time last night. How did that go? It, you know, it didn't feel good to watch. <laughs> but also, oh, I, I, also, I'm a big fucking mark, so, like, it's, you know, Ric Flair talking about how he has, like, a strained relationship with all of his surviving children and shit, but then it shows a picture of him fighting Ricky Steamboat, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my shit. Uh, next episode is just called Koichi Hirose, parentheses, reverb. Right. So, this is one of my firm, like, this is what the stand is called. Like, I usually don't care. Like, I like Crazy Diamond as a name better because I think it's, like, more reflective of Josuke. Sure. But, so the stand isn't named in this episode. The Crunchyroll translation is Reverb, but the, like, official canon name is Echoes. Which I think is way cooler. And Echoes is better. Echoes is way better. Yeah. To to me. It's, yeah, it's better. Spoilers, Koichi's egg hatches. His egg hatches. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Echoes, well, I, I guess both of them make sense, but yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, call, we'll call it Echoes. Well, we'll, I mean, I don't care what you do, but I'm going to yeah. call it Echoes. It's Echoes for me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get... Uh, Kai Harada hey, is back. Kai Harada is back. Good morning, Morio. I'd love to hear that guy. thought this dude was going to be a bigger character, because he's the first person he, you hear. He No, every, he's never, like, a character. He just is, like, at Morio Radio. Nice. So... So Koichi is, like, riding a cool new bike, and he's like, wow, I'm so happy that I have this brand new awesome mountain bike. I've, ne- my- I've never killed a living thing, and I hope to continue not doing that. And also, I hope my bike never breaks, so immediately it does. The fucking, can we talk about the fucking radio, though, that's happening as he's talking to himself? Because it's super fucking good. What, I, I, because I, so, it was like, the radio is talking over Koichi's, like, yeah. internal thoughts, so I couldn't concentrate on both, so I yeah, just it was, it was only was because, um, the, tr- the captions were for, were for both things that I was able to pay attention, like, hear or at all. And also, I don't speak Japanese, I guess. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. So, first of all, the guy, the Kaiharada says, last week's topic was, the king of terror is supposed to come from the sky this July, which sounds really ominous. Um... And then it says, anyways, this next song is from R.I.P. Big Bro. So, Okuyasu oh, no. definitely dedicated a song to Keicho. Oh, no! And he's even like, huh, I wonder what happened to his big bro. So, Okuyasu's died. good. Okuyasu's good. He's writing into the local radio station. <laughs> My fucking asshole, extra crispy big brother who's still stuck on power lines. Uh, this song, uh... He dedicated to my big brother. Here you go. Dream of Californication. <laughs> Sack Express from China. It's so good. <laughs> Do you know the words to that song? I know every fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> because to me, to me, that song has no words. It's just round them by the build them by the basil. Um, genuinely, um, it's some songs it's hard for me to listen to in 2018 from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not because they're bad, because they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Danny California, which is not a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard because a lot of them I'll hear a, a line of the verse and I'll remember distinctly sitting in my computer room 10 years ago and listening to every lyric to see which, which lyric I wanted to make my title on my MySpace. Okay. And there's a lot from California. <laughs> the only thing is I remember when that video came out and it was like a video game. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is fucking sick. But I don't want to watch it now because you know it just looks terrible. There was um, 
So there's the there's the verse where um he goes uh Alderaan's not far away and you know like the Star Wars thing that Star I guess the planet Wars, yeah. I had never mm-hmm. seen a Star Wars movie well not like I saw like the fucking bad prequels in theaters but like I had no idea what Alderaan was until I looked it up and then I was like fuck that's fucking deep dude so my MySpace <laughs> header was Alderaan's not far away it's Californication for like a while I one thing I'm like retroactively proud of is that I never had a MySpace. So I can't go back and be embarrassed about posting bad lyrics as like my header or whatever. Oh, so you don't you don't have a MySpace that's currently up right now that you can't figure out how to delete? No, and I also didn't know eight people. So I couldn't have like a top right. eight friends. So you don't so. have MySpace.com backslash Brooksy underscore pones in the way that I do. <laughs> no, I, I definitely do not. Yeah, cool. It sounds good though. I, I wish I, I did. I wish I had that URL. <laughs> It's a fucking good get. I think I'm gonna make it like my my job uh, email address. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so Koichi's riding his bike and he runs into like a sack that screeches and blood comes out of it everywhere. Yeah, it just gets and, filled with blood and you hear like a kitten whining. And then there's just a regular man sitting. It's a regular on a bench normal man. With the most bed. normal man since Alessi, probably. He is very Alessi-like in his appearance. Yeah. Uh, with bad, like, weird tall haircut, but not in any shape. Like, it's not a geometric shape that exists yeah. on our planet. It's a non-Newtonian sort of thing. Yeah. And he has, he's wearing, like, a button-up shirt that just has various flags on it. Yeah, he had, I, it was cool because he was an asshole and he has the big American flag on his back, but he also uh-huh. has, like, fucking, the, U, the fucking Union Jack and, like, the fucking Swiss flag, I think? Yeah, there's just, like, a bunch all over. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he's like, hey, buddy, <laughs> what happened there? Huh? Come oh. sit down next to me as a regular man. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's whoever, like, it's not your fault that you just ran over a living cat and killed mm-hmm. it. It's the fault of whoever put their cat there, for sure. And as this is happening, we see, like, a bunch of ants crawling over to it. Yeah, I guess Which that doesn't come up, huh? Which doesn't, well, I think that was to show that, like, it was fake. Because maybe the blood was, like... Candy, it was barbecue like, sauce. It was yeah. It was barbecue. It's a lot of barbecue sauce. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that what do you like? Have most of what happened in this conversation? Yeah. He says I hi. My name. My name's Tamami uh, Kobayashi. I graduated from your school. Um, he basically pushes Koichi down on the bench and says, "Hey, I'll bury that cat for you for a little cash." Mm-hmm. Um, and Koichi's like, "I ain't got no money." Um, so then he starts blaming Koichi for killing the cat. And at this point, like, there's blood still seeping out of the bag, so I'm just desperately like, can you please call Josuke and get him <laughs> to punch cat. this cat back to life? Yeah. So then he's like, Koichi, pay up to free you from your guilt. And uh, he pokes Koichi in the chest, and a fucking big lock comes out of Koichi's chest and sticks in it. So hey, guess what? This guy with the unique design is a stand user. He's a stand user. And his stand is called The Lock. So pretty... Uh, pretty on the nose. So yeah, part four sort of... The thing is, I, I was told that there's a lot of the best stand names. And so far I've seen The Hand and The Lock. We gotta, you gotta ramp up to it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did get Red Hot Chili Pepper. We did get ch- fucking Chili Pepper! Yeah, so... Oh yeah, Crunchyroll just calls it Chili Pepper, which, yeah. okay. But no, it's, it's Red Hot Chili Pepper. Um, so yeah, the big lock goes on, uh... Koichi's chest, and he's like, hey, what's this big lock? And the guy's like, oh, you can see it? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, give me money now. Yeah. So then we cut to, like, Josuke and Okuyasu, yes. who are, like, kind of far away at the top of the They're, stairs. like, 20 feet away. And they're like, hey, is that Koichi with some guy? And Josuke's like, yeah, Koichi's always hanging out with some weird people, which is not true. Yeah, and but he looks like he's having fun. And we yeah, see from their like... perspective, he's frozen with terror and has a glowing red shard of metal sticking out of his chest. Yeah, and they say he looks like he's having fun. Yeah, ah, Koichi, yeah. No. They, they eventually, then they come down and help him eventually. Because right. the guy's like, oh, actually give me 500,000 yen. <laughs> To take care of this dead cat. Or right. Um, and yeah, there's... Uh, Tamami explains that he got the his stand powers from some guy named Keicho. And the, the lock will only come off if he pays up. Yeah. Because it's it's guilt-based, and the lock becomes bigger and heavier um, if you if the person feels more guilt. Yeah. So that's his power. Uh, and and fucking... Kinda... 
fucking big shot fucking big shot koichi over here a fucking ninth grader with a wallet and 66 dollars yeah i'm I'm glad you did the (laughs) you you checked for the international exchange to see exactly but he did say he said it was so he could buy sneakers for gym class that's true who has a fucking i don't have a wallet until fucking college (laughs) so koichi can't buy his fresh jordans because right this guy took his money uh, then eventually, like, Okuyasu and Josuke come down, and they're like, hey, what's up? This is fucked up, huh? Yeah. Hey, Koichi, uh, nice chest, anyways. Nice chest, yeah. So, ok- this guy is, like, gets scared, and then Koichi, I mean, uh, Okuyasu punches him in the head. Right. And he sells the shit out of this punch. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, Shawn Michaels level of selling. Yeah, a SummerSlam 2005, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He, like, stumbles back and, like, flips over and trips and fucking slams his head into the concrete and his front tooth flies out. Yes. And he's like, oh, no, you broke my tooth. That's really expensive. And I don't have insurance. Which is the only time I, like, related to this character. Sure. <laughs> I hate when this happens to me. Yeah. So then Okuyasu's is like, uh, sorry, are you okay? And then he feels guilty, too. And then the lock goes on him. But uh, while this was happening, Josuke went over to the bloody bag that's been sitting on the road for 20 minutes, and right. he picks it up, and it's just, like, a stuffed animal cat that, like, makes With noises. barbecue sauce dripping out of it. Yeah. Ruh-ro. And then they're like, oh, it wasn't real, and then no one feels guilty anymore. And, like, yeah. and I, I love nice JoJo. Yeah. Just like, he, he pops his front, that. He, yeah, he pops his fucking front tooth right back in. And, yeah, this I was thinking about how this dude, like... It would have taken Jotaro 20 seconds to murder him and bury him. Like, like... Yeah. It's the perfect stand for, a per- for like, a dipshit JoJo who doesn't care about anybody or feel guilt ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, like, puts the guy's tooth back in, back in and fixes him up, and then he runs away. Oh, no, he, he's like, oh, here, I'm so sorry. Then he puts the wallet down with, like... And you see, like, the corner of the money sticking out, mm-hmm. and then he runs away. So they go pick up the wallet, and he just left, like, the corner of the money. Like, he took the the majority of the bills and just left the right, corner. which you can return out. at the bank and get full bills. Yeah. Uh, and this is hey, all for $66. It would be pretty cool if uh, Crazy, Crazy Diamond could, like, fix the money and get oh, it back. Oh, dude, that'd be so good. That would that would have been helpful in this situation, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that didn't happen. The guy just runs away, and he's like, oh, I'll have my revenge, or whatever. Right. So anyways, uh, Koichi is problematic now. Because his dog is named Police. His, his dog is named Police. Like, it's not like it's the, like, Japanese word for police. It just is named police and says police on the dog's food bowl. Yeah, you see Koichi riding his bike home, and he's like... And it's... Up until this point, I like him and I relate to him, because he was like, oh, I had a bad thing happen to me this morning, so I've been down all day. And then he goes over to his big shitty dog and says, hello, police. (laughs) Hello, police. I'm so happy to see you. Uh, So he goes inside... And guess what? That that guy. And there. then Tamami's talking to his mom and says, "Get out of here, Koichi! I'm gonna fuck your mom now." Yeah, did you fuck my mom, Tamami? <laughs> did you fuck my mom? <laughs> yeah, he runs in and he's like, "Hey, it's that guy!" And he's giving my mom a back rub. Yeah, which you love to see, and she likes it. She likes it. Uh, so what the fuck was his like story? So he he came over to return the money that Koichi dropped, and then I guess was like, anyways. I got hypermobile fingers. Can I like rub your shoulders? Yeah, there. No, I. I mean, his like plot to like scam because he's like, oh, Koichi actually owes me five hundred thousand yen. Right. So when they when they ran into each other, according to the guy, um, they dropped their wallets, which looked exactly the same. So they got swapped for sure. And um, and uh, the guy's wallet had five hundred thousand yen in it, which is over forty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, which you carry around with you. Yeah, I mean, when you look that good. Yeah. And he's like, I can prove to you that this is my wallet, because yesterday I went to Johnny's and got the hamburger combo. With onion soup. Yeah. And then they, like, slowly reach into the uh, wallet and pull out the receipt, which is from Johnny's. It says it on there. And it was the exact um, amount of yen. Which, he, said. he he went to this fucking burger joint and got a hamburger and onion soup, and it cost $18. Well, he got the hamburger combo. Right. I'm just and we saying. Don't know, we don't know if it's a chain, if it's like a diner. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm thinking sort of a Johnny Rockets sort of situation. Okay. Yeah. And if so that's the a, case, a... I mean, the restaurant's the real con artist. True. I mean, think about it. I mean, Police is still there, but. Yeah. <laughs> the real con artist. Like, I wonder if his dog is named Police like Cops or just like after the Police, the band. 
you know, um, until this very fucking moment, I didn't even consider that. Sting is a much better name for a dog than police. Oh, that'd be really cool. Um, anyway. But we, everyone would be like, isn't that the shitty wrestler that Seth Rollins killed? It's like, no, I named him <laughs> after the good... The, the guy who plays bass and fucks a lot. Yeah. The guy and fucks for fuck. very long. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, like, Koichi's mom sees this, and she gets very guilty that her son could do such a terrible thing. She feels like, fucking, and also Tamami goes, I hate to say this, but your son, though I'm sure it's just a phase, is pretty rotten. Like, what a fucking power move. Yeah, he, he took my fucking 500,000 yen and spent it all in one day, and you didn't, and there's nothing, like, he didn't come home in, like, a fresh suit. Right. Like, there's no evidence that he actually did this, but the mom believes it. Yeah, and I love, anyway. it's like, she feels so guilty for raising such a rotten son, so she gets a big lock on her chest. Yeah, then the sister walks in, and this fucking guy's like, yo, what's up, I'm gonna fuck her. Yeah. Be- oh, anyway. and that, yeah, she already has a lock, because earlier, he made her spill a little bit of tea on his hand. And he, he acted like it was very bad. Yeah. Like, it hurt a lot. Anyways. And, anyway, Koichi goes fucking super safe. Yeah, he says, he says, hey, Koichi, your sister's fucking sexy, dude. <laughs> And then Koichi literally, literally gets Super Saiyan hair and starts glowing. He starts glowing and his hair gets spiky and cool. And, and there's I'm a big sure it's, egg it's, floating above his head. And there's a big egg floating. And Tamami's like, oh, what the fuck is that? Uh, and then, hey, guess what? It hatches. It hatches into this weird, gross, hierophant green lizard looking thing. It is pretty hierophant greenish, but it also has like a little tiny pair of training wheels on it. Yeah, it's also effective. Yeah, it's good. And it has a cool power that I like. Yeah. Uh, I kind of don't get it, but I'll get it. So it, like, goes up to this guy and punches him in the head, and he's like, ah! And it makes, like, a huge punch noise. And he's like, wait, that didn't actually hurt at all. Right. Your stand sucks, dude. No speed or power at all. Yeah. Um, But then, like, he gets up on Koichi and, like, grabs it by the collar or whatever. And we notice that where he was punched, there was, like, the, uh, it's not, I think it's katakana. It's not kanji. It's, like, okay. the se- the sound effect. Right. He, he even, so, like, uh, Koichi even says, it's like a manga sound effect that says crack on his cheek. So basically what the, what the stand does is it, put, like, put, I think it has to, like, make contact with something, and then it can put the word for, like, an onomatopoeia pretty much. Yeah. And then it will happen to, like, whatever it's on. So it's, like, it puts, like, boom on his side of his head, and then he gets a really loud, like, banging in his head. So. Okay. That's what it does. It's cool. Um, what happens then? Um, I mean, uh, the katakari, is that it? Katakana? Katakana. Uh, that starts, like, all, like, different shit, like, sound effects keep start coming out of his ears and appear all over his arm, and he fuck he starts vomiting the shit. Um, and it reminds Koichi of the famous Basho Matsuo poem from school. Yeah, we just get an aside of Koichi reciting a poem. Like, this must have been Araki's inspiration that he wanted to put in for it. Yeah. Like, he's just remembered a cool poem, a yeah. cool haiku, and was like, I'm going to put this yeah, in my he's shit. He's just like, so quiet and still, the shrill of the cicadas seeps into the rocks. And I fucking love this little boy, because he liked a poem so much that it became his stand, which, like, represents yes! his soul. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if it's enough to, like, as you're in, like, combat to the death with a con artist, like, it's, it's, it had a big impact on him. It's good. <laughs> Um, and now I'm imagining some guy, like, coming up to me and being like, give me all your money. And then I'm like, two, uh, like, two trunk, two, what is it? Two trunkless legs of stone. <laughs> a fucking. I thought you were going to say fucking two trucks having sex. Yeah, two trucks having sex. I involuntarily flex. <laughs> yeah, the power of my stand makes you involuntarily flex all of your muscles. <laughs> my name is Eddie Mandias, King of Kings. And check this shit out. <laughs> And then my stand just, like, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's probably what would happen. <laughs> um, so he's, like, putting all these sound effects on this guy, and they're, like, exploding and, like, electrocuting him or whatever. Like, I guess it must, it's not really happening, but he hears and feels that it is. Right. Um, so then he does the fucking Eddie Guerrero trick. Yeah, fucking Tamami Heat. Oh, I thought you cut out. Nope. That no, <laughs> that was pretty much it. That's all I had. Uh, uh, so he goes into, like, a shelf and pulls out a knife, and he's like, check this shit out. And he stand, he, like, 
very lightly pokes himself, and he's like, you do it a little bit, and then scream like hell, so they think it's very bad. And then tosses so, the knife at Koichi. And tosses the knife at Koichi, and Koichi grabs it as his mom comes back in the room conveniently. Uh, she's like, Koichi, how could you do this to this kind man? And their locks get fucking huge. Yeah. And then we learn, I guess this is canon, that right. when someone becomes so guilty, the only way they can escape it is to kill themselves. Koichi is being such a bad boy that he's about to murder his mom. <laughs> So the mom, like, takes the knife and puts it to her to her throat, and he's like, no, mom, I would never do this. You have to believe in me. And then he puts, like, the text for believe in me, like, on her, his mom's head. It's so it, fucking good. And she's like, oh, hey, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, like, she drops she the would... knife and remembers that Koichi's a good boy who's never done anything wrong in his life. Yeah, she knows this and she loves him. So she drops the knife and then the, locks dis- the lock disappears. And the guy's like, uh-uh, I don't like this at all. So it's apparently so, not just sound effects, then. He can just put things in people's... I, I imagine this probably doesn't come up because it's very, like, deus ex machina. It but might. Like, I, he I, could I can't be, say like... Sure. He could put, like, the, the lettering of, like, let let Koichi stay home from school today and play video games on his mom also. I It would, but... I think in that case, it would just be, like... Because this was, like, something she really genuinely believed. Right. That, like, overpowered the other stand. In that case, she'd be, like... Do I walk away to stay home and play video games? Probably nah. not. Nah, not today. Yeah, that's not my soul saying that. Mm. Uh, so yeah, then Koichi, like, does he beat the shit out of like, I don't think so. He just, like, walks in. The guy's like, oh, oh my no, god, no, I'm no, so no, sorry. Yeah. It was just a prank, bro. It yeah. was just a prank. I wasn't gonna fuck your sister and your mom. It was a joke. Uh, and now Koichi's like, and now give me 500,000 yen by tomorrow. That's a joke, by the way. Or was it? Or was it? And basically, Koichi, the guy's like, I'll be your slave now. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much how this is resolved. Mm-hmm. Because later, then we see um, Tamami approach Josuke and Okuyasu and be like, "Hey, hey, buddy, let me carry your bags to school." Hey, love to help. <laughs> and that's it. It and just then, ends. Yeah, fucking Koichi comes up and he starts complimenting Master Koichi, and Josuke's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Okuyasu's like, "Don't ask me a thing. I don't know a damn thing, my guy." And I'm the whole I'm episode. Dumb as, I'm dumb as hell. Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know a damn thing. And that's literally it. Yeah. Well, we should mention that Koichi just has Super Saiyan hair now. Oh, like that's really? Look. That's like a, his permanent look? Yeah. Nice. He just has that hair now. Because he powered up. Nice. He deserves yeah. it. Well, that's the episode. Thanks for watching. Yeah I, uh, I, yeah, I didn't really like his fucking shitty CM Punk hair that he used to have. <laughs> I like him very much. He's but uh, like, I, I, yeah, he's a good boy. Uh, say that's it. Want to do want to do questions? Yeah. Okay, let me open this up. If you have a question, you can send us an ask at yada dash yada dash boys dot tumblr dot com or email us at yada yada boys at gmail dot com. First question this week comes in from Tumblr user Positive Stress. So asks, kind of a good person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fact: All stand users have thought about having their stands and jack them off. Uh huh. Question. Which stand users have actually done it? Sub-question. Which stands would be the best and worst to get jacked <laughs> off by? I fucking hate Sam, dude. I mean, best and worst? Probably the hand. Yeah. Because it would be very, like, powerful and efficient. Yeah, it's like it a bare also... skin condom. It's like it's there's no space between you. But it would also make your dick disappear. Yeah, but it would fucking rule for a second. For what? Yeah, for you'd have one good moment, and then everything from there is downhill. Mm-hmm. Well, let's... Star, Star Platinum is very precise. <laughs> so there's you get right on the exact nerve ending. Yeah, uh, I think worst, that... worst hermit purple. I but I was thinking he probably. I mean, he probably likes to be bound. You know. Okay. That that yeah that yeah that could help. And but in this, I'm imagining the stand itself is doing the. It the is act. just sort of thorny vines. Yeah. But, consider uh-huh. this, we know canonically that, um, the only canonical thing we know about Caesar's Epoly, there's nothing else that we know canonically, mm-hmm. um, is that he keeps a thin film of soap on every part of his body at all times. Okay. So he, he doesn't, doesn't have a... St- he no, have a st- I know, but, like, he could, I mean, if you know, fucking Joseph is tied up in Hermit Purple, and oh. Caesar's hands are already, like, fucking lubed up. Oh, no, I have all this soap on me. What? How am I going to Yeah, I got to wipe it off somewhere. You know? Uh-huh. Hmm. Silver Cherry would probably be bad. 
oh, justice would be good because it's a ghost. Yeah, kind of like a Ghostbusters sort of thing. Blasters, that's fun. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh, no, um, strength. But what if you... Okay, so what if you were... (laughs) It's pretty good. I hate when my mom comes and knocks on my door and asks what I'm doing in there, and I'm just... Me and and my boat. There's a fucking full freighter in my room. (laughs) I told you to knock first, mom. A full freighter and a horny orangutan. It's not what it looks like. (laughs) But what if... All right, so... Okay, so you get home from a long day of work. And you find um, you find a bunch of rose petals leading to your bed, and there's candles uh-huh. everywhere, and there's there's Dio reading a book in your bed, and he's he's fucking he's ready to go. What if right before that moment of pleasure, Zawardo? Oh, so like you could like double up, like <laughs> like Just, depending on how, well, on I'm how long about Dio a ten could... second climax. Yeah, now we're now we're talking. And that's, I mean, he he was growing, you know, so every time you do it, it's going to be even longer. Dio posting on NoFap, like, hey, fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking creating the subreddit NeverFap. NeverFap. Not to be confused. Yeah, not to be confused with any of the other incel boards. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Next question. Thank you, Sam. Tumblr user Flying is Fearful of Me who asked, Hey, Eddie, are you and Kim going to rank rank that completely insane documentary about Jim Carrey (laughs) pretending to be Andy Kaufman? Yes. Fucking sucks, dude. It's not good? I never saw it. I haven't seen it either. Okay. It's gonna make me mad, though, because it's so just fucking, like, I'm so over method acting. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Just as a thing? And I know that, like, yeah, it just, like, if you have to send fucking Viola Davis a pig's head to figure out how to play a comic book villain then like fuck you you're not a good actor yeah but it's it's his twisted mind it's to be fair my mind's just not maybe not as twisted as you know i think i mean i think what stopped that in part of my brain is just people like cranking their hogs over like "Mm, and the joker killed heath and i know it didn't shut up so what's what's to compare two completely different things, which do you hate more? The whole, like, I'm going to be sadistic and evil and send you a rat. Or, like, being the Joker killed Heath Ledger. I think since... Like, which this, take is The is latter was, was really widespread for a while. Yeah. And it was just, it's so very, very bad. Like, it'd be like, uh, uh, this fucking guy, whatever his name is, sent a condom, and on the condom it said, death. <laughs> like, uh... And I am Banksy, and this is my new installation. And this is how I talk. It's fucking, like, it's also, if you know the first goddamn thing about Andy Kaufman, you know that Jim Carrey did a shit job. Because <laughs> he was just I like, don't, I don't, I don't, you're the expert, I don't really know that much about him, so. Because, like, he fucking, like, he was super into, like, he fucking idolized people like Jerry Lawler because, like, I mean, he didn't fucking know. Uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't know what we know. Yeah, because it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but fucking, like, Jim Carrey was apparently a dick to Jerry Lawler the whole time because he was like, I'm Andy Kaufman and I think wrestling is real. And it's like, no, he, Andy Kaufman didn't think wrestling was real. Like he he fucking planned his shit with Jerry Lawler and it was like they I were... know Jerry all I know is Jerry Lawler uh, hit him with the pile driver. Yeah, and he very much did actually get hurt from the pile driver and it's good, but Oh good. Um but man, it's fucking like The Mask is such a good movie. <laughs> I so here's I'm going to um explain the layout of how a Carry Me Home episode is going to go before before we watch it. We're going to do a brief check-in. Of our, like, memories, or if we've never seen it, our understanding of what that movie is. Okay, so I think I saw Yes Man in 2009, and here's what I remember, and then you go into it? Yeah. And then we watch it, and then we talk about it. So that's how it's gonna be said. Because I bet there's a fucking lot you don't remember, because that's that's what happens with me, too, when I go back, and I'm like, The Waterboy's probably a good movie to watch in 2018. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be good. So, so like, if that were to happen right now, I'd be like, oh, what do I remember about the Waterboy? Medulla oblongata and right, water and, sucks. Oh, it's it really, really funny. Sucks. Yeah. And then I would watch it and not, like, most of the things and that And it would just be like, it. oh, honey, funny Henry Winkler wearing women's shoes. 
I didn't even remember that. So, well, you know, but also the big show's in it. So, the big show's in it. He's Captain Insano. The, the big show's also in fucking uh, Jingle All the Way. I think he's like Good. a big Santa Claus. I Good. think that's him. It can't be Kane. Remember Whatever. when um, Kane starred in the movie See No Evil and Vince McMahon lobbied the production company to give him like a three foot dick? No, that was because he thought it would be funny if the if the bad guy in the movie See No Evil had a big had like a three inch penis. Remember in um, storyline when Vince McMahon exploded in the limousine <laughs> and the president of the United States Donald Trump called Vince McMahon to see if he was okay. This was in two thousand seven. Like it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh God. Also, flying is fearful of me. Uh, to go back to a thing I said last week. Uh, also, I misheard that "What's my age again?" lyric until a few years ago. Nice. So, um, last question of the week. No one wants to talk to us on spring break. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna close that with a really good one. It's a really a real winner. Uh, Tumblr user Maxi Bajillion asked, "Hey Brooks, if dangerous Donald Trump, dangerous Donald Trump had a stand that could manipulate sound, it would be called Echo Fifi." I like Echo Fifi. Okay. What hey, if it, uh, Echo what if, Fifi Kin- Kofifi Kingston. Yeah. What if it was Egg Kofifi? We're getting into too many, like, separate timelines. At what this if point. D- Dangerous Donald Trump laid an egg? <sighs> I mean, folks, I, he's, I, he's I, already laying an egg on this presidency. Though. Oh, am I right? We're going to salad over here. So, uh, <laughs> Daily Show. Last week tonight, <laughs> the Samantha B one. The thing, the thing, the thing about last week. Sometimes I watch the clips at work because I don't have anything to do of last week tonight, and it's like a little. It's like a kind of like insightful look at something, and then a, like a pretty good take on it. But then John Oliver is like, "Oi, what if the he was a bird and he laid an egg?" And like I don't. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Like. And then there's always, like, a segment at the end where someone comes in and sings and dances, which I don't get, but it's like, you're almost there to it's, stop I mean, being it's, all this you shit. have to have a certain level of intelligence to get British humor. It's like when you watch the funny Ricky Gervais office before you watch the very funny Ricky Gervais Netflix special. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's a- like... A- atheism. You know, it's like when you watch The Office that uh, Steve Carell did, and you were like, what if this was less funny? And then you... You watch um, the UK office and then you're like, I'm going to pretend that this is funny. I think I tried to watch it once and I'm pretty sure I almost died in real life because of how not funny Because of how Ricky Gervais blew your mind about how God isn't real? Oh, yeah, that too. That was the weirdest thing that Michael Scott would always do. It's like (laughs) he was like a Jim and Pam's wedding and like he was he was doing it and he was like, as just just kidding god doesn't honor this marriage because he can't because he's not real he's not real and then everyone clapped even phyllis yeah even phyllis and then and then dwight was there and then everybody in high school was like hey brooks you look like dwight and i was like thanks i'm never gonna watch the show now because that hurt my feelings (laughs) oof not great i remember um one time i was at kim's college and my hair was like shaggy in a bad way and i like parted it like dwight and i was like hey guys look i'm dwight and everyone left way too hard it sucks to do to have that done to you <laughs> so i was like okay i'm not gonna do that again also be like hey eddie make your hair like dwight and i would be like absolutely not um i was gonna say um i got a scholarship to kim's college because that's a line from hamilton and i've been listening to that again recently oh how is it i mean you know it's got all the things about it also still if if someone was just like, hey, check out this musical, and I said, okay, wow, these songs are good, and that was it, it would be fine. Yeah, I, you know, I like, I like the part where, where they, they sing the fun part where it's like, an immigrant's embezzling our government, like, that's fun, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the, the, the thing about, um, you know, slave ownership and stuff like that. I, li- I like the song where it's like the end of the first act, and they, like, reprise all the songs in the one song. Yeah, I like when they when song. I, I like when that happens. I was also in the shower this morning. I was listening to that to that song, except for in the South Park musical, and oh. uh, it's you know it, it's good. So how's how's that one held up? Um, it's you know it's you know blame Canada. Wasn't uh, the South Park musical like the first South Park thing? Eh, it was like it was came out in nineteen ninety nine. It was like a couple seasons in. Okay, and it came out almost twenty years ago, and they're still making shows. Jesus. 
I don't think anybody's watched South Park in like 10 years. Because I used to. I used to be like a hey, man bear pig, right? It's so funny. <laughs> that's our episode. <laughs> that, that's the episode. Remember when we all made fun of fucking Al Gore for caring about climate change? What an idiot. <laughs> what a fucking dipshit. Uh, thanks for listening to Yaddy Yaddy Boys. Don't get cucked. Stay off the hook. Um, we'll see you. Uh, see you all. Uh, April 2019. The uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. WrestleMania. See you there. <laughs> Buy your tickets now. Buy them now. Because we're for we're sure getting, doing it. We're for sure going. Get, a, get in a 100%. box with us. Yeah. See you then. See you then. Wrestling. Bye. Wrestle, wrestle time. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your rope, I'll be your love, be everything that you.